Let's get the Liverpool City Councillor, Wendy Simon, on the show. She's the Cabinet Member for uh, Culture and Tourism. Wendy, great to see you. Good morning. At Leisure and Tourism. Um, What's a weekend? What a few days Liverpool has had as well. I imagine you've still got a little bit of uh, a buzz in your system because it's been so special, hasn't it? It most definitely has. It's been an amazing five days. Um, the city has done us proud in every way. You know, sort of the crowd was spectacular. The weather was brilliant. And obviously the um, the show was fantastic. And I think uh, the um, tributes and the commemoration around World War One, because we mustn't forget that, were also really, really poignant. And there were some really special moments, particularly the parade yesterday, I think, when people remembered exactly what it was all about. I think for anyone who's watching the Commonwealth Games at the moment, people keep saying for the spectacle that's going on from the athletes, the city is the star of the show. And I think it's maybe gone a little bit unsaid at the moment. Everyone's focusing so much on the on the three giants. But actually, the city was absolutely amazing. Everyone was in great form. Everyone was in a good mood. Uh, the city looked fantastic. The buildings were shining and gleaming in the sunshine as well. There's something to be said as well about people seeing the city as well as the Giants. Most definitely, and certainly when the Giants went out to, you know, Nugent Park, the communities along the way were fantastic. You know, they all lined the streets. They, you know, are so proud of their communities, and especially in and around the park, the communities of Chubuk and Kensington and Fairfield. You know, they decorated the park, the, the Academy of St Francis of Assisi. You know, their, their, all their school was decorated with, you know, uh, letters that pupils had written two soldiers you know at war and the whole place looked amazing and you know everybody stepped up and beyond the mark as always in Liverpool. How important was it that it wasn't just a city centre event? Oh it's really important for us you know when we do these major events you know we want to engage everybody in the community and particularly with Royal Deluxe you know that they're very focused on you know having you know sort of street theatre for all and again for people to be able to watch that within their own streets it passing through within their own local park it's just absolutely fantastic and the memories will stick with those people forever i was going to say those memories and the the images of of those giants strolling through the city or falling asleep in a park or sitting on a or sleeping on a boat as it sails up the mersey i think will stay with people you mentioned it's a world war one commemoration as well what do you think those key messages were what will children maybe remember take away maybe ask parents about and grandparents about in regard to the world war i mean certainly yeah in the build-up to the commemorations, we've had a, a program going on in school, so a lot of the local children will be aware. I think, sort of listening in the park, there were actually memories from older people in the city that were broadcast out. So obviously, people asking their mums and dads and grandparents, you know, what was that about? Sort of explaining to children about how people didn't travel then. You know, how all those young men went off to war, thinking, you know, we're going to see another country. The way they might get excited about going on holiday and not really having that concept of war. Or, you know, saying to them the no mobile phones, no televisions. Most people in Liverpool at that time in 1940 wouldn't have even owned a radio within their home. So, you know, letters were a big thing. So just people being, and um, particularly younger people, quite shocked. I think the intergenerational thing, if you looked around the crowds, the amount of grandparents with the children, families out together. I think it's also been a great thing to bring families doing, you know, sort of really good cultural things as a family, you know, and also visiting our parks, which is brilliant. Yeah, I was going to say that the parks, again, great to use because Liverpool's parks are, are absolutely fantastic areas and spaces and they've been so well used 
at the moment, aren't they? They certainly have. I mean, you know, the mayor, Joe Anderson, is, has been very clear, you know, since he um, became mayor that he wants to see our parks used more. And obviously people going to them for events who haven't been for years, you know, they might have sort of other impressions about the parks and seeing how, you know, the amount of comments I got from people, you know, saying, gosh, I haven't been here for years. Look how beautiful it is. Look at the facilities the park's got. I'll certainly be coming back. You know, it's not just about the event. It's about people saying, let's use what resources we've got. And yet, let's use them it's not all about buildings and being inside you know there's lots of activities that can take place in parks a million people coming into the city of course is going to create the great spectacle that we saw it's also going to have one or two issues as well i had my own issues on friday with stood on a train platform with my wife and the train just sailed straight through and didn't stop and then somebody said oh the one the hour before didn't stop either uh, people who couldn't get into the city because trains weren't available and then people when they did get into the city queuing for two hours, two and a half hours, just to get into Lime Street Station to get out of the city as well. Is that something that can be looked at for next time Liverpool's hosting a a major event? I mean, these are the things that are looked at in advance of the event and and obviously post the event to look at what went well, what didn't. You know, we did have a major transport plan. You know, we we told um, all the uh, rail networks what the... um, crowds were likely to be, the amount of people that were going to be coming in, you know, they they actually highlighted the times of the shows where it was likely to be the most peak, you know, of people coming in of those set performances as well. Um, And obviously there are lessons to be learned from outside. I've got to say, you know, Mersey Travel, Mersey Rail, Arriva Bus and the other bus companies within the city centre, I felt were excellent in getting the messages out. They were tweeting all the time. They were sort of giving information about which stations were busiest, whether there were delays. And I think for them, um, you know, they used all of their stock. They had every train available out and trying to keep that running smoothly. There were some hiccups, but, you know, sort of obviously all we can do is give the information, ask the, you know, companies to sort of um, take on board what the issues are. And again, we will look at that post uh, the event. I was going to say, do you have like a, a post-mortem? Do you look at the the whole event now and think, right, what, what was so great? What did people love? What can we change? What can we do better? And then, of course, when can we book them back in and when can we get them back in the city? <laughs> we certainly do. A lot of planning goes into these events. If, you know, if you're behind the scenes and you see actually, you know, having a million people in the city, you know, what, what needs to be done to make that safe, to make that clean, you know, and to make sure everybody has a really good time. For months in advance, you know, we do have joint agency groups with, you know, all the emergency services, transport, everybody. So everyone is aware of what the plans are, how we'll be moving around the city and then post the event. I mean, this event this time, you know, when we had uh, Royal Deluxe last time for Sea Odyssey, that was the first time we'd used them. And I myself personally just going around with it, you could feel it was smoother this time. You know, you could see that we'd learnt lessons from the time before. And of course, you know, whatever event you do, you know, however big or small, there's always lessons to be learned and, you know, sort of to improve things. And yeah, we will be doing that. And will you be bringing the Giants back as soon as possible? (laughs) That is the question everyone's asking. I mean, as we said before... What's the answer? (laughs) Well, we'd never say never, but obviously, you know, sort of... um, It is a big event and uh, we we do have other big events, but uh, we know how people do love the Giants and so... 2016, come on, two years. (laughs) I can't commit at the moment, but... It must just be a phone call. You just book them in, surely. Yeah, well, as I just said, you know the work that goes behind it. If it was quite that easy, I'm sure we'd have them all the time. Uh, what were other people within the city centre uh, saying to you about the sort of successes of the Giants? Because, of course, people are talking about the fact that you brought in 30-odd million pounds to the city, which is great, but we must remember it's a World War One commemoration. So I think 
sometimes you've got to remember the reasons that we did things in the first place. Most definitely. I mean, I think sort of people were really sort of, particularly when we were focusing on those World War One memories, you know, there were lots of pieces throughout the show when people were listening and watching that really commemorated. You know, I saw lots of people in tears at times, particularly when they were listening to the stories, you know, about those World War One, you know, um, young men going out, being signed up, not really knowing, you know, what they were going to. But also the pride and the pride of the city, you know, who, who wanted to go, you know, represent their city, represent the country. But the other thing, I mean, you were just speaking before about the economic impact, the social impact, people who were proud that those giants walked through their streets, people who, you know, decorated their streets, who sat and had picnics waiting for them, you know, sort of communities coming together, neighbours coming together because they were waiting, you know, sort of all that, you know, feeling good about where you live and, and what you're doing and, and just seeing those wonderful images of your city and having that pride does great for people's uh, health and well-being as well. And what was that moment for you, that moment where, obviously you, you were at work throughout the course of the weekend, but was there a moment where you were sort of sort of able to just take in the bigger picture, to soak it up and think, this is what it's all about. This is the moment. Yeah, I think some of the comments, you know, of um, older people and children, hearing people say, this is the best day of my life, or I'll never, ever forget this. But I think sort of being in the park, really seeing people coming into the park from four o'clock with the families, having a picnic, really enjoying the sunshine. And then sort of, you know, when the show came and when the show left, um, and I think sort of for me, the most poignant moment was listening to those older people in Liverpool over those loudspeakers in Newsham Park telling their own very personal tales of what they'd heard from their families about World War One. I. I think sort of there were many a tear shed and of course Granny giving little the little girl a hug. Everyone likes a hug from the nan and that was sort of quite poignant too. Yeah um, and in terms of the event itself is this the real legacy of Capital of Culture Year 2008 because we're six years on from that now but culture's never been more important to the city going off the weekend we've just had. Yeah, culture's really important to the infrastructure of the city and obviously to um, employment, to jobs, to skills. Tourism is one of our biggest growing markets in the city. You know, Mayor Anderson is known to be saying that culture is the rocket fuel you know, of this city, and he's certainly right. And certainly, you know, we we blasted off across the weekend to show what culture can bring, you know, not just in economic value, in social value, in health and well-being, you know, how you can link culture to people on every level and how it should be um, accessible for all and how people should be able to engage. So certainly, yeah, for me, you know, showing, you know, that is a massive spectacle, as you say, you know, it's gigantic. And, you know, you're bringing in a million people, but lots of those smaller projects those smaller events that we do in the city are just as important and to know that they're as important as some of the other businesses that take place is really important to me and to the people in the cultural sector if we could just start selling little like marionette versions of the little girl <laughs> or the gran put the little girl in a liverpool and everton kit as well you might they would christmas number one sellers they would be I mean, if they get Royal Deluxe on board with that one, I think. Um, I think what you have to appreciate is obviously, um, you know, Jean-Luc is, you know, it's his art, it's his culture. There are certain things that he will let people do. He doesn't want his art commercialised, and I think you have to respect that. And when's he coming back? Come on, next year, next <laughs> summer? Come on, Wendy. Give us, people want to know. Everyone's yeah. going to say to me, oh, when's yeah. he coming back? Just when's... watch this space. <laughs> well, it'll be a very big space to fill for the Giants. Uh, Wendy, Simon, thank you for your time. Uh, Liverpool City Councillor and Cabinet Member for Culture and Tourism. It's City Talk 105. Point. 